Welcome to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. Here's your host, Steve Teixeira. Thanks, Andy. Welcome to another 17 Strong podcast. I'm your host, Steve Teixeira, along with my beautiful wife, Holly. Hi, babe. Hi. So today we have a very, very special friend of the family. Um, We've known her for, well, since I was a kid. Um, She was a waitress for us. We won't tell anybody. (laughs) I forgot about that. But Ryan handpicked her um, to be on our board of directors. We have a very uh, special relationship with her and her family, and uh, we're excited to have her. So would you like the honors? Absolutely. I want to introduce to you Danelle Miller. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. It's been scheduled a few times, so now we're finally doing this. Can you get it done? Get it done, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yes, I do remember that you knew Danelle before I did. But yes. my um, introduction to Danelle was actually through the dental office because I was a dental assistant for 25 years. Right. And so I was looking for a new job and um, came in and saw Danelle. And um, one thing led to another. So we worked together yeah. for how long? Seven, eight Seven years. Seven yeah. years, yeah. yeah. So that was, um, that was, Super cool because I got to see her day in day out. Whether you love it or you hate it, right? You're like you the really get to out. you really get to know somebody. So, Even um, when the guy in the creeper van would you know show yeah, up. Yeah, I know. Who was that guy? I don't know. Super <laughs> creeper van. That's right. We had one of those because Steve owned a restaurant. Anyways, moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> this is about seventeen strong. Yes, I forgot. Let's refocus. Um, we have no idea whatever is going to come out of Danelle and Steve's mouth at this point because they love to banter back and forth. So um, it'll be a good one regardless. So um, that's how I know Danelle is through the dental office. So um, we kind of got reconnected at mm-hmm. that point. So um, yeah, so that's that was good. I know she checked up on me with the Tashera side of the family. Isn't that right? I did. Yeah, they you said you were legit. Oh, well, <laughs> thank, thank God for that. <laughs> Big shout out to, oh, yeah, oh, to that okay. side of the family, huh? Wow. So, yeah, exactly. I was, I was very pleased I'm with speechless. myself. Right? Well, then we go to find out that your parents live, you know, three doors it, down from my cousin and right. Selena, so I'm and Yeah. Yeah. That, it's just it's a small it's world. Small world. Yeah. yeah, even gets smaller. So, um, okay, so I have a question for you that I really don't even know the answer to. So uh-huh. this will be interesting. Because um, you had a very special relationship with Ryan, kind of like Steve. It it bantered back and forth, yeah. and they really oh, yeah. loved each other. And that was um, it was really special because it, it was like um, you didn't have to know Danelle her whole life. You just were like you knew her your whole life. Right. So that's what I love mm-hmm. the most. But um how did you find out about Ryan's diagnosis? I don't even know the answer to this. Steve called me at work. I was at work and it was, was it a win? I, oh, I want to say it was a win. I don't know. It was and you were in the back and he called to tell me to step away that he had to tell me something. And he told me and at work. Yeah. Was that was when we were working. In the promo. We were working for Rob. Rob. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And okay. Then, and then I can just, I can still hear to this day you in the background. Oh, I was in the background. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah, I was, I didn't, I didn't really talk a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was very, um, I was, yeah, it was a very trying time, as mm-hmm. you can imagine. I didn't tell a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So Steve had to do that for me. And I know you were. Um, yeah, because you went from being in 
extrovert to an introvert. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And I do remember um, Danelle was the friend that she would call to try to get me out of the mm -hmm. house because right. there was times where I was just recluse to the house and didn't want to go out. So those were special because I knew that I could be myself around right. Danelle. It was super neat that um, right. that we did that. Was there any other phone calls that I didn't know about that behind my back? I know there was probably many, but. <laughs> no, I think no. Uh, when we were at UCLA a couple of times, yeah. you had called and said, hey, I'm bringing the girls down. Can we get her away for lunch? Or, yeah, it was your you birthday. Know, we wanted yeah. to come down. And so Jana and I came down and um, That's right. we went and took you to lunch. And yeah. that was right around your birthday. Right, right. And that was, um, those were bad times. Yeah, those yeah. were really bad times. But so. it was good for you to get away. Right. Have something else to think about. Right. Talk about. But Steve would call and say, hey, just call and check in on her. You know, right. we just, we, we kept in touch because it was easier for me to talk to him than, like, because I knew that you were always by Ryan's side. So, right. and I never wanted it, to, not that you weren't, but I never right. wanted to take that away from right. you. So it was easier to text Steve and say, hey, how's she doing today? Is it a good day to talk to her? Yeah, she needs to talk. Right. Right. Yeah. There, there was a lot of, a lot of moments like that. And I do remember after everything, there was a lot of, um, you know, just let's go for a walk or let's just go do something because it was, yeah. um, you know, and, and a lot of people ask, what do you need? What do you want? You don't know what yeah. you need. You just, um, you're in a survival mode and, um, and that's exactly what but you just want that safe friend. And, yeah. And I have that in you guys. Like if I, like if I'm having a bad day, I know I could call either one of you and just, right. you know, just, feel safe and absolutely and say whatever you want right. yell scream and mm -hmm. you know you know and have a pity party yeah. because that's exactly what you know you need that mm -hmm. and you need that type of friend that right. you can you know unless it's about the giants i don't want to hear about yeah, right. oh, well, no, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. but even like on days like i remember when i got diagnosed and you guys had came over to the house and i had never prayed with steve before and like for weeks after that and like you guys ever get the chance to pray with Steve? Pray with Steve. I know he is like praying with God. Like he brings this sense of calmness over you. Right. Like, and I remember telling Stacy, I'm off. You just need to pray with him one time. Just pray. I go, you will feel it. I Which go, one? Stacy? Stacy told me. Oh, that. gotcha. I go, just, I go, cause you feel it. You feel, you feel it when it comes from him. That is awesome. No, that is I'll awesome. take that as a compliment. Right? So thank you. Right? Oh no, I gave him a compliment. I know, right? There you go. Go Dodgers. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that, so that brings us to a whole nother level of this. Um, well, we can talk about the Dodgers Giants rivalry no, 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 no. this family. No, yeah, obvious. <laughs> in the bottom that, of the tent. Yeah. We're blue, they're orange. Yes, yeah. that is, and it's always been that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead and show the mask. Well, let everybody know well, the mask. The only reason I have this is because your dog slobbered on my other one. <laughs> so this is the only other one I had in my car. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Gosh. All right, we'll let you. Um, okay, so let's go back to, because um, you were diagnosed, um, and talk about that for a minute, um, because, you know, here we are, we are taking Ryan back mm -hmm. to school, um, and he's actually, you know, it's going to be like his first full year of school, and we're all excited, and then we get this phone call. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, it wasn't what I expected, you know, I just thought that. It was just going to be some little female thing, you know, and, you know, then going back to my uh, um, uncle's office, you know, I was bloated. And so that was like my biggest concern. And um, so when we did the um, scan, he goes, well, he goes, I'll just look at it and, you know, I'll call you later. And I'm okay. You know, we didn't think it was anything. And, you know, so he called us back 
um, it was actually my cousin Montisa and me, um, because John was out of town working and um, told us, you know, that it's this. And I mean, thank God for Montisa because we got, you know, she works for Dignity. Right. Right. We got to all the right people like Mm -hmm. soon. I mean, it was so fast how everything happened. And, um, and, you know, Dr. Lutman, who was just new to our area, um, I got to see him that day or the next, I think it was the next day that I got to see him and um, there's Dr. Kennedy and just, we got the ball rolling. I mean, it's super happened. quick. Yeah. Oh, it was, we, st- I got diagnosed on the Tuesday and I think I was in surgery Thursday or Friday to get my port in. And I started wow. chemo the following Tuesday. I mean, it was just, that's, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, that is super crazy to think yeah. that. Yeah. And, and that is so nice to have somebody that is in that mm. field that can put you in right. the right, you know, yeah. the right hands. Cause at the time you're, you, you don't know, know. You're and in I want to say we were in Colorado, weren't we? Oh my gosh. I know exactly where we it were. Was August 17th. Yep. August yeah. 17th. We were, in Colorado. Forget it. Yeah. we were dropping Ryan off at school. Yeah. Cause I remember when we got the phone call, we told Ryan and I, I remember Ryan, what Ryan said is that she's going to be okay. Yep. Yep. I remember you him. Cause you'll be fine. You got this. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's how he was. With, Every, I mean, yeah. everything. He just took it all in yeah. stride. Right, right. Know? That's it. Well, and I mean, that's August 17th, 2016. Yeah. And, and here like, we are. Yeah. And even like on days, I'm like, okay, just, like, I'm not telling you, I can't even tell you how many times I've said this, but like on days when I'm down, I'm like, okay, Ryan told me I got this. I've got this. You know, it's like I always have, that's why I always have my bracelet on because I know it's Ryan reminding me I've got this. Like, got this count even like even yesterday I'm like I, I was fading yesterday I mean I was tired I was like you know yep. like I got this you know yeah right, right? I got this. yeah I and, and it always helps that it was the 17th that you were exactly. I mean, not by yeah. no accident either I feel like you know um but yeah so you were diagnosed with ovarian cancer mm-hmm. at the very beginning okay. so um and that was the 16th or 2016 mm-hmm. so um and tell us a little bit about this journey, because it's been a long journey. It has been a long journey. Yeah. So I did three rounds of chemo, and then I had, a, they call it a debulkment surgery, where they basically take everything out. So, right. um, and then I was in the hospital for 11 days, and then um, healed, got strong, did three more rounds of chemo. Right. Um, I was good for about six months, and then um, the spots started to come back. So I did um, another round of chemo and then I was good for about another six months and then it came back and they're all the same spots that keep coming back. So it's nothing new, which they say is good. Um, But Dr. Kennedy suggested that I go to Cedars um, because they do a lot of good trials down there. So I got on a trial down there um, and it worked for about, it's always about a six month period, five to six months. And um, so we noticed that my numbers were um, starting to go up again. And so I went on to a different trial and uh, with um, a Dr. Mita down there, um, really liked him. He was fun and um, and his team. And um, and it was a phase one trial and um, it wasn't working. So we stopped doing that. And he wanted me to do this other trial. Well, in the meantime, I didn't have an oncologist up here because Dr. Kennedy had left her practice. And so I met with Dr. DiCarlo. And he says, I want you to go down there, see what trial that they're offering you. Mm-hmm. And let's bring it back up here. Let's see it. And we'll make a decision. So he goes, mm, no, I don't want you to do that. He goes, oh. it's another phase one trial. He goes, there's only 11 people in the U.S. 
I'm going to be on it. He goes, let's do something we know that's going to work. And I'm all, why not? Why not? And he goes, we don't know if this is going to work. He goes, we need something to work. Right. So I followed his direction, went with him, and I've been with him for almost a year now. And Amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I just love his whole team. His whole team. Yeah. yeah. They are great friends of 17 Strong. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that haven't got the chance to watch that podcast with Dr. DiCarlo, it's a must. Yeah. And, Absolutely. And Mary, his, because um, I used to be like, if I did when, with Dr. Kennedy, like if I didn't get to see Dr. Kennedy, it would put me in complete anxiety mode. Wow. Like it, or if like Lindsay, my chemo nurse, sure. wasn't there, like it would just freak me out. And so, like, even if Dr. DiCarlo is not there and Mary's there, I'm just as comfortable. Sure. Yeah, so. for sure. I just love that it comes through their pores, that they love what they do so much. Right. Well, and Super. I didn't even know all about both of them, you know, being in New York and without yeah. listening, you know, their to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Isn't I'm that like, cool? Oh. Super cool. But I love, I love that. That is, that's awesome. So you've literally, you've been all around. You went yeah. to Cedar, you went to you know, UCLA. So, and you feel very comfortable with where you're at right now. Very comfortable. Okay. But you had mentioned phase one. So people that don't know what phase one is, I, um, just explain a little bit, cause it is very interesting. It is. The phase one trial is, and I might even be saying this incorrectly, but a phase one trial is basically like, it's just getting started. Like they don't even really have that much data on it. Like it right. maybe even tried on the lab rats. I don't, you know, I yeah. don't know. But um, and then phase two goes to where it's a little bit it's tried on more people mm -hmm. and they get more results and they see it's working. And then a phase three or phase four is that the drug has a name now. So like when I was doing my first trial down there, I did I think it was carboplatin and another one. And then I finished up with Keytruda, which Keytruda has a name for it. But Keytruda wasn't for ovarian cancer. It's more, I believe, for like a lung cancer. Type gotcha. Yeah. Spectrum. So they didn't know if it was going to work on ovarian cancer. So they were, it was a trial for ovarian cancer, which mm. it worked on some people, but it doesn't, didn't work for me. Right. So absolutely. Yeah. That's so interesting about the phase ones and yeah. it goes all the way up to phase four. I, I, that's what we yeah. know. Of. Yeah. Okay. And at phase three or four is where it gets its name. So yeah, yeah isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's very interesting. And you, and when you were on the trial, how many people were on that trial? That you know oh, of. I have you know, that we're down there. I, it, we're not even like together. Like it could be, and it's not everybody. Like everyone who's on the States. trial is at Cedars. It could okay. be summer, like in New York, summer. Right. They're, gotcha. right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just yeah. all following the same protocol. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. I think yeah. that's very cool. Um, uh, but it's different when you're down at Cedars too, because you walk in, like you have, um, they park your car for you. It's like valet parking. Right. And you go in, and it's like, you know, they're like, you're in a line and you're going in getting, you're just in a big room with a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. And, um, and their treatment room is all individual rooms. And oh. it's not like a, like I here it's an open day. Yeah. yeah. So it's just different. It's, that it's, is and you feel, and when you're down there, you felt like, I felt like a number, like I didn't get the same nurse every time. I, I saw my same doctor and my same nurse that sure. I could say my chemo or infusion nurse was always different. So that was always unsettling for me. Cause I sure. like, You're, you get to know those people. Right. Same person. Like, Absolutely. But they're dealing with thousands of yeah, people for sure, you know, and so yeah. they don't have time to make those yep. relationships. Whereas here you're on right. hundreds maybe, and you yeah. have more of a chance to make those relationships. Exactly. Yeah. And that's so 
important in the oh, healing yeah. of people. Oh, for sure. To have a relationship, you know, you don't want to be that number, no. you know. No. Yeah. And even like true. at Mission Hope, when I was at Mission Hope, um, I became really good friends with Lindsay, who was our my chemo nurse every time, and she was just, I mean, and, I mean, I went to her wedding. She invited me to her wedding. I mean, that's how I love close her. that she's amazing. She's just adorable, you yeah. know. And to listen to her story. And how she got to where she is today. I mean, she's amazing. You know, yeah. and now she's in, she's the head nurse or, you know, oncology nurse at Royal Grandy. Royal Grandy now. Yeah. And that's a brand new facility. They kind of just put her in charge of yeah. it, which is awesome. And she's, I mean, she's just. That's so good. So cool. I love that. And then now that you're at, um, at UCLA, because mm-hmm. that's in San Luis Obispo. Yeah. And so you don't have to drive to UCLA yeah. all the time. So that's yeah. awesome. And do you have the same infusion nurse? There's a group of them, and, okay. but they're always the same four or five. And yeah, and it, like you said, it's an open base, so you open. can kind of. And there's not a lot of people in there because you you can't have visitors come with you. Oh, that's right. I so you're that. in there by yourself. So they're whoever you have that day, they're pretty good about talking to you. you know, oh, okay. like keeping you entertained. Yeah, exactly. How has COVID affected you and your treatment? Yeah. Well, I'm by myself, and that completely sucks because you're in there. My treatment. Or the so my cycle is a three week cycle. So the first day I'm in there, I'm usually in there for about two and a half to three hours. I'm by myself, yeah. you know, and it's like there's nobody really beside you to talk to because the, they have the partitions up. So and then the next time I'm about an hour and a half. So I'm, you know, yeah. checking up on Facebook or you know playing right. games on your phone or because do you have to wear a mask and um you they require you they to. don't require you to okay. to go in but once you're in there sitting. You're, you I mean, you're relax. really not around anybody. You're kind of in your own cubicle, so. And I know there's big, huge windows there, too, so that's. Big, huge windows, that's yeah. Nice. So I'll let my mask hang, and then, you know, just to get fresh air. Yeah, so, yeah. So. And so you think that that's really the only thing that's changed other than, and that's a huge thing, is being by yourself. Yeah, and when I go in to see um, the doctors, um, John can't go in with me. You know, nobody can. And I'm used to having Jana or John with me because Jana always, you know, had gone with me to Cedars and stuff. So it was always nice to have. That was our like our weekly yeah. date or, you know, I, whatever. What's your support group? Yeah. You, you know, so when you're in there by yourself, it's just like, oh my God, this really sucks. I'm yeah. doing this by myself. Yeah. And so it's almost like you're out of sight, out of mind, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like when John would go with me, not that he's not sympathetic to me, but like, he was a little bit more sympathetic, like when he would be there and, and hear it. it. Yeah. So it's like he just drops me off at the front door because he can't come in and hey, I'll see you in two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He picks me up and we go home. Yeah, that is so yeah. weird. So weird. We've heard to that think from a lot that. of people. Yeah. But in the same token, we get it because right. your immunity is mm-hmm. so fragile right yeah. now. Right. You know? 100%. And so coming down with something like COVID. Oh. Yeah. Well, and that, that was interesting because when it first came about I mean I was home I didn't go anywhere right and then I started going stir crazy and so then they were starting to open things up every once in a while you know it was starting to open things up and um, I asked Dr. DeCarlo I said okay what can I do and well where can I go what can I do and he goes well what do you want to do I'm all I want to go to the grocery store I want to pick out my own meat I want to <laughs> pick out my own vegetables and he goes you go to the grocery store he goes just wear a mask he goes don't talk to anybody just wear a mask, go in, get what you need, and get out. And I'm like, oh, I can do that, you know? Wow, good. Yeah, and then, so then, like, three weeks later when I see my mom, can I go back to work? Because I'm really going to stir crazy, you know? And he goes, tell me about work. Like, which, where, how you set mm-hmm. up? I go, 
I have plexiglass around me, you know, I'll wear a mask. He goes, yeah, he goes, you're good. He goes, as long as you have plexiglass, you don't have direct contact with patients. Right. So I've been back to work since June. And you've worked the whole time, really? I've pretty much worked the whole time. Oh, well, that absolutely. helps. Yes. Mentally. Mentally. Absolutely. Yeah. That you have to get up. And really, okay, so you have um, two children. Two. You have one that, they're 10 years apart. 10, yeah. 10 years apart. And so, same baby daddy. Yeah, same baby daddy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Shout out to John. <laughs> Go, John. Um, but the only reason I bring this up is just because Leah just got her driver's license. Yeah. So you've literally had to get up, take her to school. Oh, yeah go do your things, go, you know, go to work. And, and I think that's remarkable because oh. that's what keeps you going. It does. One I mean, foot right in front of the absolutely. other. I mean, if I honestly can say like, if it wasn't for them or like, even though I have two grandbabies too, but even with the um, boys, like even when they come over, it's like, you would sit straight up, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. you don't, you know, you don't, not that you don't want to show them a sign of weakness, but uh, I'll never forget my dad coming over one day and it was a, on a Friday. And I wasn't feeling good. I had, had probably had treatment that Tuesday and my dad had Fridays off. So he would come over and I, and I was laying on the couch and I had my blanket and I was so cozy and, and he uh, knocked at the door and he goes, and I hear him and I'm like, oh God, I have to sit up. Like I have to, cause I can't let him see me not feeling good, you know? And so, hey, right. what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm just watching TV, you know? And it was like, and the sad thing is like, I couldn't wait for him to leave so I could just go, oh, oh I'm tired. You know? yeah. I just want to yeah. sleep. And- but you're allowed to do that yeah. in the yeah. same token. For sure. Yeah, exactly. You know, your body is fighting a lot oh. of different elements right now. Yeah. And then when they put the chemo in you, I mean, that yeah. takes it to a whole nother level. A whole right. nother level. Yeah. Right. But yeah, thank God for my kids and the grandkids. Oh. I mean, because that's definitely absolutely it gives you you have to get up in the morning and get going and you know whatever that looks like well and I'm like you it's like I don't want to miss my kids anything like anything and it's like and I had to miss one of Leah's I had to miss her first varsity basketball game Uh, I was down in uh Cedars Cedars getting having treatment and I was so bummed and they were playing Paso and I called everyone I mean Everyone was there. I mean, they were FaceTiming me so I could watch oh, the game. And it was like, amazing. my brother came down so he could be there. And it was like, it was like. So she had all the support. She had all the support. That's there. amazing. And so that made me feel better. You know, yeah. it made me feel better that I was missing it. But I'm like, oh, I waited for this for, you know, how many to watch years? her play yeah. basketball. And, yeah. yeah, that's so cool. But I mean, really, that was the only thing I can think of. That you, I mean, because you were at everything. Oh, yeah. I, everything. I always tried to schedule things around that's why I always did my chemo on Tuesdays because I knew I'd feel good on the Tuesday right. so I could go watch her play Tuesday and then you know the Thursday or Friday I would start going down a little bit but I would power through you know so I can make it so you can make it for sure so yeah. that you could just sleep during the weekend yeah. or whatever yep. that's mm-hmm. amazing I mean you do you kind of have to play mind games with you yourself oh. to go okay I gotta gear myself up because yep. I got this basketball game to go see yep. and then and then I can let down for a little bit, exactly. you know, yep. and then wait, I got to go to work. Yep. So I'm going, you know, so it really, do, you do have to, let you, you have to work yep. it up in you your do. mind. So, yeah. um, cause the mind is such a, such a big thing, powerful thing, super powerful. So, and okay. What do you think would be the hardest thing that you've dealt with, with this cancer battle? Do you think my, the head games? So sure. your mind, oh, tricks absolutely. You. Like when you're not feeling good and going, this is it, you yeah. know, or, going am I going you know to be able to you know I've already had one daughter walk down the aisle and I'm going to get to see the other one walk down the aisle or now you're going to make me cry or 
Yeah, or but these you know, are real things. They're real things, or you know, it's like I've seen Jessica have her babies. Am I going to see Leah have her babies, or am I going to get to watch Caden play, you know, sports in school, or Kirsten, right. or, you know, or you know, and Jessica's pregnant again, and you know, and so it's like, am you know, am I going to be here in you right. know, eight months to get to see that? So it's just those little things that you always wonder, like, am I going to be here next year to see that? Right. You know, sure. those are the, you know, and it's like. But it's real. But it's real, you know. It's real. And I know, like, the survival rate on it, I know. I get it, you know. But it's like, I know people who've lived 15 years with it. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's my goal, you know. And it's always been my goal to, like, I, we sat at lunch one day in Paso. And I said, you have to promise me Absolutely. if Leah is in high school and she needs a prom dress and I'm not here, that you have to take her to get it. We, You and I have had these conversations. Oh, I can take her. Yeah, that won't you be are not, You are nothing <laughs> short, <laughs> you know. And it's like, and. But that's it. But those are the things. Those are it's your mind playing right. tricks on you. Of like, am I really going to? You know, it's real. It's yeah. so real, and it's and so... I can get hit by a car tomorrow. You know, by and, oh, by we all could. yeah, yeah. You know, we had so, a fire yeah. at your house yeah. the other day. Right. It was so close. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. I mean, there's there's just multiple things. But yeah, I do, yeah. and I do know that you know your your scans. There's truly anxiety that comes oh. with all of that i do i know that with all yeah. my heart and i know because well, we got the anxiety and oh, we weren't we're just the parents yeah. and it is you know? real it is real stuff that yeah. we're having to deal with and and i don't wait well that's yeah. the one thing i noticed and that i that i have experienced that the waiting game is not my friend yeah. and so you have to make your mind keep it busy right so that you can um you know try to get through that um and especially this last time because I knew something was off I just didn't know like I didn't feel 100% but I didn't feel like it was going the direction it was going either and so I just thought that we had taken a little step back I just didn't realize that we had taken like a huge step back like number wise like when I had first got diagnosed there's that your number is the CA125 and a woman's normal CA25 is anything under 35. So when I got diagnosed the first time, it was 580 something. And we got it all the way back down to six. So I, what's normal? Um, anything under 35. Oh, anything under 35. under 35. So Dr. DiCarlo, he must know that I freak out. I don't think I've ever freaked out with him, but he must know because mine, he goes, oh, he goes, we did so good. He goes, your number is down under, it went down 1300 points. And I went, we went, what? 13. He goes, oh, yeah, I didn't tell you what your number was. At. My number was over 1,600 when we started this treatment. I didn't know that because I would, I really would have freaked out. So it was over double what it was originally. Oh, it was triple. Yeah. Triple. Orig and and wow. it's just, yeah, and I, no clue. But he goes, that's why you're probably feeling the weight. But with one round of chemo, three treatments, we got it under 300. And now I'm under 180. So we're, it's, oh. Yeah. So it's working. Wow. It's, oh, totally working. Yeah. You know that it's working. Oh, yeah. That he called crazy. me after last scan. He was like ecstatic because of how much the tumor had shrunk down. He goes, I've never seen this result before. Like, I'm like so excited that I had to call and tell you. Like, Isn't that amazing? I, I love that. And it's about still, you. even to this day, the same spots. Same spots. Yeah. And, so and that's the best news. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But let's, yep. I think a lot of people, I mean, Danelle's very well known in this <laughs> community. And I think a lot of people have this misconception about this. So can you, do you mind talking about yeah. it? Okay. So um, it's this spot on the liver mm -hmm. that keeps coming back right. and it's not on the liver. It's, it's not, actually on the lining. It's on the lining on the liver. 
So I don't know. I don't even know what that sack is called. There's a sack, I guess, around your liver, and that's what it's on. So it's not protruded like into the liver, liver at all, which is a good thing. It is a good thing, but it also eliminates that a lot of people. So liver transplant is off the table because it's not on the it's, it's not, not on the yeah. liver. Yeah. And then also you could cut your liver and live without without with right. What, your liver I, will regenerate. Right, but that's not an option either because it's not on the liver. So mm-hmm. I've I've had to say this to a couple of people like that is not the issue the issue is on the lining of it. The lining so of it. anyway yeah. I just wanted to make that clarification yeah. and even when we were at Cedars I... the last time I asked um Dr. Ani she was another one of the doctors I'm like why can't you just go in there and zap it and she I, I go because you because when she went to find it she couldn't even find it on the scan to show us how because it was so small right and I'm like why can't you just if it's so small why can't we zap it and she goes I don't know. Why can't we? She goes, let's go get the radiologist. You know, it's such a small area. She goes, radiologist said we probably could do that. But that's never been really on the table either. No, but you talk, you know, you advocating for yourself. And And you have to be. You do. You have to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many things that you have to. And that's the hard thing about not having somebody with you, because sometimes once you hear one thing, Mm -hmm. your mind shuts off and that's all you hear. Right. And you you can't get past the other sentences that he has said. Right. And um, I feel like it's and we did talk to to Carlo about this. And during the whole COVID thing, he definitely when he's giving results to people, he does want those other set of ears, mm-hmm. eyes and ears in the room. So um, he's allowed people to go in mm-hmm. because it's important that you do have that. Yeah, just somebody advocating right. Right. for sure. Um, okay, so um. What? Do you have any other things that you... Go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay. So if somebody was getting diagnosed right now, what advice would you give them just through the journey that you've gone through and everything? What would you, what advice would you give them? I would definitely tell them to keep your head on straight and to keep your positive attitude because once you give up on that positive attitude, it's Mindset is all. mindset is everything, everything, everything. But don't give up. Like there, just don't give up. Like you have so much to live for. And once you find your team and your your group, your support group, you're you're fine. You're, you're gonna fine. you're yeah. gonna be okay. You're, you got yeah. yeah. Like you know, and you know who your people are. You you know who your people are, and you right. know you definitely know who your people aren't. Uh, yeah. right. that's <laughs> but, the truth yeah so have you felt like during this whole journey that it puts everything per- in perspective mm-hmm. and you do find that there's friends that maybe aren't real friends or there's friends that mm-hmm. are really good friends that you may not have realized wow mm-hmm. they're there because yeah. I always say to Steve it's always the least likely person you expect because right. you expect your family and your close friends but then there's these random people right. that come into your world and you're like wow yeah I'm shocked by yeah. that you know? Well, and we just had a friend, you know, she got diagnosed last year with breast cancer and, um, she kind of, she freaked out. And of course, I mean, what, why wouldn't you? Absolutely. And she goes, but I've watched you. She goes, and I, she's like, I could do this. She goes, I've watched you. And she's, I've watched how, you, how strong you've been. And she goes, and then after it, she goes, oh my God, she goes, how did you do this? I said, you do it. You have babies, you do it. Right. Because that's what you're going to look for. That's you're right. living for your kids. Absolutely. You know, and, you Absolutely. know, so you just, 
you know, she saw just watching you be strong. She's like, I saw I'm not strong like you. And I, and I don't even consider myself like, I, like I was strong. I was just doing it because I wanted it done. Just do it and get it done. And You're walking on. it out, yeah. right? You're walking exactly. this out because that's what you need to yeah. do yeah. to get through it. And mm-hmm. yeah. And it, it is almost in a survival yeah. type of way that I got to do what I got to do. And, and, um, yeah, it's super interesting. Um, also, I remember um, you were telling me, this might have been early on, um, somebody gave you advice, and I want to say it was back when you were at, um, at, what was it, Dignity maybe? And somebody gave you, told you the best advice to, or the best thing that you could do is to just to soak yourself into something that you are passionate, passionate about. Do you about. remember this? I do remember that. Okay, so tell us about that. Okay, so... I know exactly what conversation you're talking okay. about. I was getting pulled to um, help out another nonprofit. And it wasn't one that I was real passionate about. I mean, it, without, you know, saying what it is, but it was just not my cup of tea. Sure. And, and so I remember talking to one of the navigators about it. And she was, you have to do what you feel passionate about. She was, just because you have this type of cancer does not mean that you have to advocate for it. Does not mean that you have to go join every nonprofit. For right. It. You have to do where your heart is. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, like it was like a weight off my shoulders. Like, okay, good. You know, Absolutely. I don't have, I don't have to do that if I don't want to. And that's where I'm just like, it's all 17 strong. That's where I'm going to go, you right. know? And, and she even went as far, I thought to say like, the best success rates yes. are to to pour yourself yes. into something that you're passionate and that you love. Yes. And um, yeah, and that's what I I was super. I'll never forget that yes. because I really felt like that. And I had that conversation with her in a grocery store. In the grocery store. That's what I thought. Yes. Was that yeah? It was at the grocery awesome. store. Yeah. How funny. Yeah. That, that, and, and I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. Like, pour your heart into something that you feel passionate about, and, and that you don't look back. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't get so caught up in what you have or what you had that you lose sight of what's in front of you. Right. Which is super big, which is super um, amazing. Um, So do you mind telling us like your relationship with Ryan and how everything, um, what, what, what was your thoughts and feelings of, you know, when he first got diagnosed and, and just talk a little bit about your relationship with him and obviously how you felt when everything happened. He, we had a funny relationship because he was such a jokester. Oh, totally. And so we, it was kind of like Steve and I, we could banter back and forth, give it, you know, a bad time to each other. And, um, I mean, he, we just had a funny relationship, like a funny meaning, like humorous. Right. We could Always joke. joke. Each other. And if he said something crude, like I'm not taking offense to it and back Absolutely. at it. Very quick witted. Both Very, of you. But yeah. You know, and especially like when, um, Holly's favorite thing is, you know, we'd get the Playboy magazine or Playgirl <laughs> the office and, you know, you slip it to Ryan. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> so funny. You know, and, you know, things like that. But, um, great. That's on camera. I know, <laughs> but that was real. That, that was, was so funny. That was, yeah. It was so funny. But, His smile was so, oh, he was such so- an inspiration. I like just to watch him like play sports and like to watch him just grow grow into a young man and right you know be because he's probably 11 
10, 11. He was young. Yeah, yeah. super young. Probably 10, 11 when you met him. Yeah. So yeah. you did. You got to see That's him grow yeah. and, you know, go into those awkward years. Yeah. And you get a girlfriend and be like, oh, hey. Yeah. Hey. Swap and sit with her. Yeah, that's funny because that is the type of relationship yeah. you guys had. So that was really funny. And um, yeah. And then when he got diagnosed, I know this was a year prior to you get right. diagnosed. And so it was it wasn't. Um, I mean, what was your feeling of that? Because I know that um, there's one in particular thing I remember about um, Ryan gave a I think it was a speech for FCA at the time. And Danelle had went with us, and it was at that point because I, of course, Danelle and I sat next no, to each other. No, that was at St. Pat's. Was it at St. Pat's? Mm-hmm. When no, this is when you you leaned over to me and you said he looks like a cancer patient. Oh. And it was like he was pasty. It wasn't until then is when I really noticed, like, wow, you're right. He does. He was yeah. very white and um, puffy, puffy, a little yeah. puffy, and I was like, his yeah. mental space was amazing right like oh. did, that's why you didn't see it yeah because you loved being around him because he was so contagious yeah. I remember him. when he came in one time and he was just getting his hair back and he goes feel my hair and so I'm like oh my gosh it's so soft because it's like a baby's butt huh and I'm like yeah so I, when my hair started growing back I when it was it I always was, think of it it was you know it's soft and it comes back and I'm like oh it's like a baby's butt <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> so funny, just the things that they said. Yeah. yeah, it was super interesting. But you know that brings up the hair conversation yeah. and outward appearances. And you recently had a encounter where someone commented yeah. on your hair. Can you elaborate on that yeah. story? It's so weird because I don't even remember exactly what she said. I remember because the older lady she had shorter hair too, and she had made a comment. But I have plexiglass between us, so, you know, yeah. kind of hard. You just nod. Yeah, but, <laughs> and it just happened today. She came back into the office today and said that she was so convicted about what she had said. And she pulled me aside and she had, she didn't have an appointment. So she came in all on her own to apologize to me for what she said. And I had to think back, like, gosh, what did you say? That was like, right. Because I didn't, I don't take it. I don't take offense. So I'm bald. Like I have no hair. I have no eyelashes. I have no eyebrows. Well, I have eyebrows, but I put them on myself. It's like, <laughs> but you know, it's like you, right. It, but I don't take offense to it. I just, right. I roll with it, you know, but I'm like, gosh, you know, like it, but she was but so, she was felt so bad, so yeah. bad about it. You and know? you're thinking, I and I, all I want to do is hug her. And I'm like, I can't even hug you. I'm like, you know, tapping her shoulder. Right. Like, it's okay, don't, you know, don't worry about it. But you know, for, for somebody to come back, you know, two days later and right. say something, you know, I'm like, yeah, gosh, I but I that, remember. that makes a huge statement, I believe, just because it's, it, it could have been devastating to oh, you, yeah. whatever that it, was, but it wasn't, Yeah, you know, you took it with a grain well, of salt. It was somebody else it, that could have been. Exactly. Right. It could have been, right. So could have been. So we do have another Victor Trip recipient who I was, um, I had told you the story off of camera, but I thought that it's so relevant, though, Mm -hmm. is this one girl, she's kind of exactly like Danelle, her hair is just coming in, and she was feeling really good about herself, and she went for a walk, and she doesn't live here in town, so um, she went for a walk, and some random person driving by rolls their window down, intentionally yells out the window, dyke, and she was so hurt and so devastated by that, Mm -hmm. could not even get home, just bald just bald like how does that person she they do not know what you've gone Mm -hmm. through and for them to shout something like that that was scarring to her so and she's 
19, 20 years old. Yeah. So, I mean, it is. Um, and words can never be taken back. No. Once no, you it, put it yeah. out there, it's done. Yeah. Right. And I find it mostly like, like we had a gentleman come in and he goes, oh, did you have breast cancer? Just as a matter of fact, is that like no big deal? And I'm like, oh, no, I did it. You know, and it's like, and it, he goes, oh, you know, and he wants me to elaborate, but I'm like, I'm not going to elaborate with, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's very, um, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't, don't say, say it, it at all. all. Right. That's know? right. So many people. And, I wish and I could it's, say, so. you know, and that's what we've become as a mm -hmm. society. Everybody feels free to speak their mind. Right. And really that's wrong right. because we have to think before we talk Yeah. because we don't know what that other person's going through. Right. And and yeah. we don't know. There's countless stories that we've heard uh, from people that were on their way home to commit suicide. Yeah. Okay. But somebody stopped, gave them a hug, said, I love you, or they bought them right. a cup of coffee or something. And then just in that moment, they felt loved mm -hmm. so that they yeah. changed what they were going to go right. home and do. Right. And it's so important. Yeah. It's so important. And I respect that lady for coming back. Oh, I do. And, and apologizing. I do. You know, because she'll never be the same. Yeah. She'll always think about it. But, you know, we cannot judge mm -hmm. a book by the cover. Absolutely. Because, you know, we don't know what's going on with that yeah. person. Right. You know? But I think, like the, like, the thing that I don't like most about, like, my appearance right now is that my hair is gray. Like, I mean, yeah, seriously, like, 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 I'm not even 50 yet. They make coloring for that. I know. Thank God. God. Yeah. It's like, even like my eyelashes being gone, it's like, I look at it, it's like, you know what? It's saving me 10 minutes in the morning. Right. Like, you know, and it's such like, a good attitude about like it. Like the eyebrows, like that, I'm having a hard time with because sometimes they're a little crooked or they're, you know, it's like. I was going to mention that. They, uh, this yeah. one's a little shorter than Yeah, that it probably is. It's yeah. like coming to get a little, you know, I don't know. It's, now, yeah, can it's, we zoom in on that, crazy. please? No. <laughs> I mean, that, 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 those are the things like when people are looking, I'm like, oh, oh my God, are they noticing that like, my eyebrows are crooked today? You know, like, oh my <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like. The crazy thing. Not that I don't have hair because, you know. Yeah. And you've never even wore a wig. Never wore. Never wore. We have them, but I've you never, never you never did it. Nope. So yeah, never. it's it, that is yeah so. the toupee thing never worked. Never worked. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Do not dare. Don't you dare. Could you imagine? I'll bring some over for you. You would recognize it. It'll just, the be, hair. It'll oh just be flapping in the breeze. Oh <laughs> what's, this, what's the three stooge guys with the Larry Curly and Mo? But which one was the one with the? I don't remember. Yeah, the bird's nest on his head or whatever it was. unless you want to ask anything else i mean is what is your favorite memory of ryan <laughs> i feel like that um it's important yeah um i think that my favorite memory of ryan is watching him sign his letter of intent that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. a good day. That, that was, was such a good day. Such a so good happy. Day. Yeah. I look at that. And that he wanted me there. That, yeah. that was just like, yeah. that, yeah. And that, that was just so, he worked so hard for that. Yeah. He worked so hard and for that. And that's before yeah. any of this ever happened. Ever happened. And he was just so on cloud nine. One of his yeah, favorite his days. Day. Yep. And you could tell. Yep. He had everybody in that school, like, um, just, he was just yeah. happy. Happy yeah. to see him do that. And that was such a great day. Yeah. Love that day. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was I think that was my favorite. Yeah, that was a good day. Um, but 
the 17 strong is just, yeah. isn't that? It, I, it's amazing. It's it just, blows my yeah. mind sometimes. Yeah. And it's amazing, like, when you tell people about it and still people don't know about it. And I'm like, oh, how do you not know about it? Like, right. Like, how do you not know? So incredible. Yeah. It is so incredible, though, that he found, he knew mm-hmm. a need that was out there that we didn't even know. Mm-hmm existed and it's super and you know what I do have one thing that I do want to talk about I'm so sorry I know we're going to cut it off but I do think this is super important um so because you have been a part of 17 strong from the very very beginning and she was diagnosed with cancer so we didn't get to do a victory trip for you but um we did do something yes and tell us this was like so incredible and all I remember telling you is you better think right Oh. You better think, Ryan. <laughs> well, I have to thank Steve for that because he... I know, right? He was, was such a big... He was he a was trooper so, that day. He was such a trooper. Such a trooper. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> want to talk about it. There's a pillow. Yeah, yeah. Just I cried. Uh, right. so, I don't look good in orange. I know. So <laughs> I am a Giants fan. Ryan shares our, you know, Dodger fan. Yes. We bleed blue. We, yep, yes. we loved yes. it. And loved it. We went and we got on the field to, at, it was AT&T at the time. It was. Yeah. It was and I AT&T. got to meet my boys, Hunter Pence. Brandon Crawford. Brandon Crawford. I'll never forget the Brandon Crawford one. Okay. Yeah. She's like, Brandon Crawford's oh. coming over. And I have, I have the picture and he's over there warming up and I have him right here. And the picture shows like he's in the palm of my hand. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple of years later, we went back to a game, all of us. Yes. And his wife is walking up. And I'm hitting John. And I'm all, there's, there's his wife. And he goes, what are you going to do? I'm like, I want to go say hi to her because I follow her on like Instagram. Like, you know her. Like, I know her because I, I follow her. her on Instagram. Like, hey, how was your trip last week? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. You know, that, but I'll never forget because we're all down there, you know. Stalker. Do you remember who they were playing? I don't even remember who they were playing that night, that day. Uh, I yeah, no, no, they were playing Christian Yelich. Just seeing the, uh, there wasn't. Oh yeah, because we got to meet we Christian. Got, that, but, yeah, Christian so, Yelich, so it was the Brewers. Brewers, because he said Mariners, right? That's no, right. He's with the Brewers, Milwaukee Did, Brewers. Who was he with before? Um, the Mariners. The Mariners. Was no, it wasn't no? Seattle? Oh, I gotta think about it. Yeah. Anyway, it was whoever Christian no, was playing. No, it was the it was the Miami team. It was he was a uh, um, Marlin. That's oh, right, the Marlins. Yeah, all that yeah. M word, the yeah. M words. Yeah. Um, but that was the that was a great day mm-hmm. because I'll never forget because I was just enjoying watching her, oh. like just all these people that she sees on Facebook, but yet now they're right there, they're right there. and and they're coming up to her wanting, you know, we're taking pictures. And so of course Brandon Crawford, Crawford comes over because we thought I thought I was gonna pee my pants. Oh, she hands <laughs> me the phone. I'll never forget this. She hands me the phone, she says, and don't screw the picture up. And I'm like so much pressure like this is okay, so, so I, I, have to, I have to tell you this because i just pulled it up the other day because we were um doing something and i just this is so weird and let me tell you it was a great picture thank you very much it was a great picture <laughs> and i want to say that i i'm not going to waste time doing this but i just pulled it up the other day and i'm like oh, oh my god he's just so adorable right <laughs> it yeah, was her screen screensaver right here see there he is oh. there he is i'm telling they you probably, it was, they probably can't see that on camera no is and it true there, that you have fat heads of him all over your bedroom yeah no <laughs> i have a mask for john <laughs> 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 <I'm just kidding. laughs> that is awesome no but, but if you i mean and one of the reasons why i do like brandon so much is because he is such a great family guy and if you do follow 
and I'm a total Brandon Crawford stalker. I mean, all you will admit it. Like, I follow his sisters, his mom. Like, <laughs> I, like his mom's birthday was yesterday. Like, hello, oh, you know. This, this is but, but it's like they're such a family. Family. They're all right. about family, and I do so love that. Made, yeah. One of Ryan's <laughs> nurses at UCLA Santa Monica was his cousin. Right. And I yeah. think we tried to tell him that. And he's like, I don't know her. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Just stand there for a picture yeah. <laughs> and look really good. Yeah. <laughs> but even like when we got to tour the stadium that day, it's so amazing to see like what's underground. Yeah. And we did. We had to go underground to go up to yes. the field. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was like, like the batting cages. All, it's like, so turns out that you're cool. sitting under the batting cages right now. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. that was really a great yeah great trip for yeah. us to do and able to experience but thank you ryan for that yes. because just how how does he how does that line up oh, yeah. you know it's just incredible so um it's a god wink moment as we call it it That's really right. is but i just want to thank you um just for being here one and also just um being the good friend that you are to me and to to my family and and really being there for for me during this most difficult time so I thank you, and um, and I know that you can. I hope you know that you can call me oh, or Steve anytime, you. and um, your friendship means the world. I love you. I love you too. Love you too. We love you too. All and right. with that, we're going to wrap up another seventeen strong podcast. Danelle, thank you, thank you and uh, thanks to our engineer Nate Hand with Clay Jar Media Productions. Did I get it right, Nate? No production. No production. Okay. <laughs> But, uh, and thank you to all of our supporters and donors. Yes. We couldn't thank do this you. without you. So Absolutely. with that, remember, attitude is everything. You've been listening to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. To be part of the show, make a donation, or request more information, go to 17strong.org. That's S-E-V-E-N-T-E-E-N strong.org.